Welcome back to season two of the Love Letters to Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Pazmino. Thanks for listening. so much for doing this you're very welcome so how have you been enjoying your residency at virginia mocha um saturday was my uh first day it was uh it was actually fine um because where i sit it so most of some people if they are watching me i wouldn't really notice and uh and the little station for the activity that for the visitor activity um, most of the kids really enjoy it and grown up kind of hesitate about, um, you know, doing a little artwork on the side with me. So it was, uh, it was quite nice. It's a peaceful, you know, getting out of my own studio. So basically just quietly just work. So that's, that's quite nice. I started the painting, uh, in my studio first. So I kind of know what kind of paint I need, what kind of, how much, how big the palette I need, how much color I need to mix and uh, et cetera. So I kind of prepare. So I, you know, over there, I just work. What brought you to Virginia Beach? Um, My husband, basically the work, uh, you know, he worked for the Navy. So before that we were in New Jersey, he worked um, on a subcontractor for the army base, on the army base. So it's all the military thing. So because of him, we moved to Virginia Beach. But prior to that, uh, I, I lived here for a very short time with a relative. Nice. So it sounds like water's even part of your relationship with your husband being in the Navy. I, I have to, I have to say, yes, water. It's like, how do you put this? See, Virginia Beach is different. Um, even though it's a, it's a beach town, but there's a lot of, um, a lot of Creek, like within the neighborhood. Okay. Uh, when I lived with my aunt in, um, off the Holland road, their neighborhood also have several Creek that go by, um, that within there. So I remember during the storm, they will, uh, flood. They will have to change different street to get home. My neighborhood also has some little Creek. Uh, I don't know whether those uh, body of water will connect it to eventually to the ocean or not. But I noticed when we look for houses, there are a lot of neighborhoods like that. So water, it's really everywhere in Virginia Beach, not just actual beach. When did you start using water as your subject? After I moved here, I have to say. Before I start, I paint to showpiece on my gallery about 20 something years, almost 30 years. But before I'm focus more on the figurative work a little large like four feet five feet or bigger in the limited palette light and contrast in terms of the value but until come to virginia beach i see i don't know maybe because when we moved here i have my son and he was very young so my focus is being a mom um you know, take her, take him outside every weekend to uh, botanical garden, living museum, to the beach, to to hike. Um, the n- nature part of it is a is a big part of our life. Um, having my son around can compare before, so I always looking things differently. I guess because I'm an artist, everything I look is how can I make it to a 
a piece of artwork. Um, but water that's completely attracted to me, that has, because the light, uh, the mostly if you see my work, a lot of time I try to focus the light that hits by um, on the surface of the water and then create that different kind of pattern. Uh, so no matter what kind, the body of water that you're been, you are uh, at, if you're at a bay, you're at the river, the fresh water, the brackish water, they all seem to have a different color. So when the light hit it, it, it completely uh, would, has a different pattern and different reflection to it. So I, I definitely, that's what I, what I attracted to. Um, in some way, has a lot um, similar when I, I'm painting the figurative because it's also has to do with the light and shadow. So, uh, and it was a limited palette. Yeah. Did you start drawing first or did you start painting first? You mean like career wise or, or, um, it, things like that's always side by side. I believe, uh, I enjoy drawing when I'm not painting. Um, I mean, in our school, obvious, when you learn art, drawing is a basic. Uh, you can't just learn to paint if you can't draw. Draw help you um, not really give you a better skill of drawing. It help you see things, help you see the value. Um, help you learn how to um, see the composition. Um, your eyes can, can see a, a lot more layer of different value um, that the camera can capture. So doing drawing is help you see better before you can even start painting. Uh, my painting, because a lot of them doesn't have a lot of color to it. So value became very important. It's a lot like uh, doing a pencil drawing uh, or a charcoal drawing. Okay, wonderful. When did you realize that you had a passion for art? I always do since I was a little kid. I always do. I remember drawing all the time. I remember going to like a kitty art class since I was like five years old. Um, I remember one time in elementary school that we supposed to go on like a little field trip of um, art field trip, but I overslept. I didn't go. So instead, I wake up, I take all my equipment and then go down the street to the local um, park and then just start painting in the park but I was only elementary school I remember so I always has passion about um making art yeah that's amazing does your does your son share an interest in art it seems like he does but I have never seen anything in his sketchbook he always carries sketchbook whenever he go but he never let me see what he's drawn so I have no idea what he's doing. Maybe he's drawing a bunch of Pokemon in there. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything specific that you've really felt compelled to share about your work? About my work? Or about the process of your work? Hmm. Well, one thing I do a little i found myself as a little different like all artists our mind is constantly going about how to create next piece so but i found myself it's not just that i'm jumping project to project um i just can't 
keep I I can't stay in one subject matter or one medium or one type of a uh, uh, style. Right. Um, I just want to do them all. Uh, a lot of time I will those kind of concepts will have it in my dream and while too focused thinking about the project and I'll wake up in the middle of the night. Uh, I do that quite a lot. So, and a lot of time, if I see something that I never done before and I will want to do it, just kind of like to challenge myself, am I able to do it? Um, so mostly uh, I like the process a lot more than, than thinking about if I like the result. Because uh, I really, really enjoy the process, but I find myself enjoying doing detail a lot. Um, that's why when I draw, um, I when I do any kind of drawing, I draw a lot uh, in ballpoint pen, and I also teach ballpoint pen drawing. Um, the reason uh, is that ballpoint pen, the line is so thin, so I like to draw animal or tree trunk. With all that detail, so you can actually do one hair at a time when you're doing wildlife with a ballpoint pen. I, I do enjoy doing detail a lot, um, only because whenever I'm I'm so focused on the detail, it takes me to a, a different place, like a very peaceful, very zen place. It's almost like a meditation of itself. Um, in our school. Most of the professors tell you to focus on, on one thing. And then when you want to show your work to the gallery, put on a website, they tell you to focus on one type of style um, and only want to show what you want to sell. But for me, I have a hard time decide. My first website is like that. But the website right now, I'm still working on it. It's a lot more because I, I draw a lot and I enjoy doing wildlife and um, I work with an organization in England that raised funding for endangered species so every year uh, I will donate a piece of artwork and I actually went there a couple years ago um, to see a show that has my piece in it in, in London yeah. um, and in my project right now in terms of the detail work it's all it's doing flower and I'm focusing on white flower i haven't but i haven't i can't really decide what medium i gotta use most of my water is done in water uh and oil um and lately i started doing them in pastel as well um but depends on the subject matter and some other like animal wildlife or a botanical um, piece i'll use um watercolor or are doing drawing and watercolor combined, things like that. Um, one thing I do tell my student a lot is, is 21st century. And uh, I love those people who never do a formal training like I do. The reason is they're very free. They don't have any rule to tell them not to do certain thing in certain way. And for me, I have 10,000 rules tell me, don't do this and don't do that. So I enjoy teaching kids. I enjoy teaching people who just like explore, um, use anything to explore because it's, they're very free. So I told my students, 21st century, if you feel like you need to use the technology to help you achieve to the next level, do it. Um, don't think you everything have to do a free hand. 
um, digital art is very popular. It's still art. It's not because you don't draw it with your hand. It doesn't mean you're not drawing because you're still holding a digital pen, drawing on a screen. So basically, I tell people, don't limit yourself. Just let your brain wander. Don't limit yourself to one small thing or one subject. Just whenever that tickle your creative mind, go for it. I love that, and it it makes me so happy to see someone pivoting their attention between different projects and still, you know, going for something new and not letting yourself get stuck in in one. I think most of most of the artists we that that's what we are. We just can't stop thinking about creating art. So, can I ask you: Is there any specific symbolism behind the white flowers that you're working on? Um, I'm not so sure.、Uh, the idea came from I just happened to see one of the advertisement. I don't even know. I don't even remember what they are trying to sell. I just remember that there's an advertisement that I saw. It's very simple,、um, light gray background, and just simple one white flower. Just and then there's nothing else on it. No leaf, a stem, and a white flower.、Um, that actually remind me before before I see that advertisement, I did I did a, a pastel mixed media、um, painting like that. It's just a simple dandelion, and and I saw it in my garden, and and I just hurry. I went out try to take picture, but the whole bunch of the background, all different、um, weeds, plants, and behind it, it just too cluttered. So I take a old、uh, cookie sheet,、uh, you know, baking cookie sheet. I just take an old cookie sheet and put it behind a dandelion and click some pictures. So I kind of like that. Just simple,、um, the gray and the white, just a little bit of the green. I guess how now that I think about it, it actually has a lot similar to the type of artwork I'm creating. A very limited palette, very limited color that's on there. Something about it just feels very zen.、Um, not, I know a lot. A lot of、um, people like to create very colorful things, especially right now. Um, the poor acrylic—it's a very popular. But for me, I—I I guess I like to create、um, a zone, like a serenity, peaceful zone. That when people see my artwork,、um, I found that it's not easy.、Um, the type of subject matter and the type of color that you create, and how do you? I have to feel it that way before. If I don't feel it, I know that piece is not done. So I think that's the same reason. Like the water,、um, it, it's the simple, the simplicity of just a single flower, the white flower. But because white is really not white,、uh, when you put a three D white, it's just all different shade of light gray、um, that. That percent and the lightest part is almost white, but in reality, it's not really white unless the sun directly hitting on it. So, so even though it's something so simple, still has a lot of depth to it.、Um, I guess it's like creating the water.、Uh, just get that Zen moment out.、Um, 
feel the peacefulness. If I felt it, I feel like my viewer will feel it too. Do you have a specific place in your studio that you like to create or do you tend to kind of move around? No, um, I don't know if you can see the screen. This is my studio right now. Um, my studio just, it's a partial garage that my husband built it and insulated. Um, so I do have a, um, right behind me, actually it's a wall of, uh, of just one by three. I mounted to the wall so I can hang a whole bunch of paintings so I can do multiple painting at once. And the, where my laptop is sitting on is actually one big table. Uh, when I do pencil, watercolor, that's the table I'm creating. So I completely separate two area. Um, depends on the subject matter or depends on the medium I'm using. Um, anything messy will be on one side and anything need to be neat will be on the other side. I love that. Do you have a preferred medium or do you really just like to? Um, do I have preferred? No, I really don't have a preferred medium. When I have a, when I have a, uh, an image or I see an image that I wanted to create the artwork, um, I have, first thing I have to decide is what medium I should use will achieve the image that's in my head. Because before I start a piece of artwork, I always have an image in my head, what's it will look like when it's finished. Otherwise I cannot start. I don't have a direction. Um, I mean, sometime while I'm processing it, um, things change a bit, but usually it doesn't go too far. Um, I did try to do painting once or twice that was out that image in my head just because I want to do it. I can never finish it uh, because I don't have a goal. I don't know what's it supposed to look like. Um, so because I'm training in illustration, I'm my major in, in art school is in illustration. So illustration is different than fine art. It's uh, mostly it's about technique. We have to learn a whole bunch of different technique, uh, rendering, um in detail things like that so uh even doing 3d model um because illustration is beyond 2d so i have to learn all that and fine art um learn more of the theory philosophy and history so for me because i i have all, all those different training and different medium i can do so many different um i don't want to use the word style uh, I can use so many different mediums to create different type of artwork. So make it sometimes make it difficult for myself. It's like, okay, should I do this in watercolor? Should I do this in pencil? Uh, or am I have to do a mixed medium? How? What should I use to get the best result? You know, um, I know I'm overthinking, but that's just who I am. So it take a lot of time, take a lot more thinking and prepare. Uh, and also I'll do study. I'll do study on a sketchbook, a smaller piece of what I'm going to create. Uh, I'll, I'll try the same piece, uh, maybe uh, in, in a watercolor or in uh, acrylic or in um, pastel. Try a couple of different ways before I decide what I should use. Uh, what's the, you know, what's my favorite uh, medium for this uh, uh, subject matter. And sometimes while I'm doing the study, I, I change. I might even change the composition, um, things like that. But uh, I do a lot of prep work before I start a piece, which it takes a lot longer time. 
um, but that's just how I <laughs> that's just how I work. Mo a lot of my artist friends just said to me that I'm I'm overthinking. <laughs> I should just go do it. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like that's that's just a part of your process, and I think that's a beautiful thing. How often do you have the reference image just in your head? I I do take photograph, but I'm horrible photographer. <laughs> so yeah, I'm horrible. So as long as I can get a clear quiz image, um, that's all I want. Because I'm an artist, I can paint any color in any format in any way I want. So all I need is just the detail. Yes. Um, so as long as I can take a quiz detail, and but a lot of time I also uh, water. I have to say. Maybe half of the picture I took and half I used other people's picture. Um, on Instagram, I met several um, surfer photographers uh, all over the world. Uh, Australia, England, Spain. Uh, a lot of times they'll post picture and, I'll, and I like certain thing and I'll, I'll, I'll send them a message, get them permission to paint. And if I, a lot of time I crop. I, I crop to just the, let's say if they, they, took a picture of a water um, in the sunset in certain beach. You can see the rock, the tree, the, um, I usually just crop where the water I want. Um, uh, one, one, one reason I'm doing that is because obviously my focus on, on the, the pattern reflection of the water. A second, it's not, I don't want to use exactly their photograph because that's the art they create. I'm not recreating what they already create. That's also another reason I like to crop it. I found when I was in, uh, when I am Mocha, a lot of people ask me same question. The question they ask is, um, you see my, my, my painting in the um, Fleming um, gallery that, um, one of the painting that it's like a window you can see the water drop on the glass and see through the view a lot of people ask me how do you do a water drop how do you do things look so realistic like a photograph um and i found that's a lot of same question that my student asked so there's two things one is i draw a lot uh, I do this thing called urban sketch. I have a sketchbook and I have a small pencil box is all I need. Mostly I've done in pen and ink or ballpoint pen. Um, draw wherever I go. I I go to dentist's office with my son. While I'm waiting, I'll draw the dentist's office uh, or I draw the tree outside the window. Um, if I draw by, um, I see, you know, the pier was the water that day, the, the light hits certain way on a tree that reflect the interesting shadow i pulled over i i sketched uh when i went to um hong kong my hotel is in 29th floor i just draw what i saw from a pie i draw wherever i go it doesn't it's not about outcome it's about drawing um the more you draw and you will learn a lot and you don't have to see how much how good you draw but a year later, you look back all your drawing and you will see the improvement. So one thing that I come constantly tell people is don't, don't think you do a piece of artwork. It has to be nice. If when you're doing it, 
it's a learning process itself. Even there's no teacher right next to you tell you what you need to do. the The key is you just have to go out there. The key is just not think too much. Just do it. That that's the key. Um, and also, and and also another thing is, how do you do things that do realistically? How do you do a raindrop that look like a raindrop? A water drop look like water drop? Everything, it's just shape. And line, there's, there's no. If you keep on thinking, I'm have to do a water drop. I have to do a water drop. If you keep on thinking while doing it, you scare yourself. What if it didn't look right? But if you look closely, it's just a oval shape and with light and value. That's it. There's nothing more to it. I even have a student that asked me. How do you draw a chair that the seat is sticking out? But when you pick a picture, nothing is sticking out. It's just another line underneath the back of a chair that has a darker shadow. So you have to see beyond that. If when you draw everything, when you paint everything, it's all about shape, value, and line. It's not about、um, what are you drawing.、Um, I don't know if you can see my screen. Right behind me, there's a painting I'm not finished. See that particular painting? It's not for any show. It's not for any gallery. It's for myself. It's a it's a corner of my house、uh, with a cello on it.、Uh, my son has a cello.、Uh, used to play cello. So, and sometimes I amaze myself what I can do because I'm focusing on when I painting the edge of a cello. I'm focusing. On the line and the value, I'm not thinking I'm painting a cello. It has to look like a cello. You can't think that way. You you are giving yourself too much pressure.、Um, art is a it's a process and meditation in one. It's something that make you feel good. It's something that that make you want to do more and lower your blood pressure and make you happy. But if you make it feel like a chore, make it feel like a duty, then it defeats the purpose of creating. Yes. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think what you said before too about having a similar color palette really makes it it easier for you to kind of just work between the values. Yes. It's 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 easier easier to see too. You know, so a lot of a lot of、um, student that tell me they cannot see the value. I said, in in that case, you put a you take a user everybody a cell phone, take a picture with it, and change it to a black and white mode, and then you can see the value. Because back then we don't have a cell phone. What we did is we just put it on the copy machine and make a Xerox. Then we can see the value. No, because you said that you you really enjoy the detail element of your work. Would you consider yourself a perfectionist? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't. I keep on telling myself, my son, don't be a perfectionist. And then if I am, I'm like, oh my.、Um, perfectionist. I have to say no,、yeah. even though I like to create. Uh, detail. 
and a lot of my artwork from distance, from distance, look like a photograph. But if you look at closer, they are not really, really tight. They're not that tight. It just, I, I guess uh, I catch the um, light and shadow well. So that make it more 3D. Because um, I notice a lot of uh, master, like especially the Dutch master on 1600, that not only their stuff, their artwork looks more... Um, in fine detail also when you look at closer that is still very very fine detail um my not so much your work is so beautiful thank you thank you well, thank you for doing this with me today how do you identify someone from virginia how i identify someone from virginia i'm not sure how do i let me think how do i identify myself Hmm. Virginia, it's a unique place. I born in Taiwan and I lived in California for a long time. And before I moved to the East Coast. And before here, I lived in New Jersey. But in compare those places that I lived it, I'm here this time, the second time lived in Virginia Beach. This time is about 14 years. People here, it's more... It's relaxed. I don't want to say it's more relaxed. It's relaxed. I think relaxed also because even though they say we're in Virginia, we're in Virginia Beach. It's a popular tourist attraction place. It's a, it's considered a city even though it's not as big as LA. That's where I used to live. But you don't have to go far to see the mother nature. You don't have to go far to to feel the salt air that brush through your skin. That just completely relax you. Um, and not just that. And then this is another place I lived that I found has most um, multiple race, all different age. Um, and almost like and a lot of people is not originally found here and choose to settle here. And it's a place that anybody can feel like home. It's just amazing how everybody just come together uh, like that. And this place is also very, people just very friendly and very relaxed, I found. Um, compared to New Jersey and California where I live, people always seems very stressed always on the go for something but we always tell people you have to learn to stop to smell the flower i found people in here they actually do that it definitely is a nice place to live to raise your family the school district's amazing but one thing i like a lot is i'm not really a country person but i'm not a city person but virginia beach um it's just perfect. In Virginia, you've got three hours, you went to D.C., but just a little bit outside of D.C., there's Blue Ridge Mountain and, and an uh, uh, Appalachian, you know, trail that you can hike. It's just a place that oh, it has everything. It's all four season, all different kind of terrain, uh, environment. It's it just, just perfect. 
do you think that your work would have changed in the way that it did if you hadn't moved here? Yes. Um, this, it it wouldn't, was I moving to around to here? I don't think my work will turn in that kind of direction. Um, I have to say also, I think become a mom also made the difference. Um, I'm, I'm type of, I guess I'm a Chinese, so maybe consider a tiger mom. Um, since my son was little, always about. I want to keep his mind always going, always learning something, um, teach him how to see things differently. Uh, I remember when he was three, we'd go out, we'll take a hike, we'll pick up all the dry leaves that fall about only oak, so that I can point out to him, this oak is not that oak. You can tell the difference, why it's a difference. Show them all the leaf, look at the trunk, show them all the trunk. So give him that kind of idea so that he can see things a little deep. So by doing that, so a lot of time I found while I'm raising my son, I learned a lot while he's learning. So I think being a mom also changed me a lot of how I see things in life. And that changes the direction of how artwork. Um, that also actually also, uh, I think that also has to do with, uh, I also do artwork. Um, on recycled packaging, I say the back of the toothpaste um, um, box, um, things like that. Um, on a rock, uh, on the oyster shell I found at the beach, I'll paint right on it. Um, I, I feel like right now, especially, I'm showing my work in gallery. I teach um, more and more involved because my son was school. Um, so what I do make a difference in the world even though it's a very small voice. But what I do, what people see I do, um, get that idea going of uh, reuse, recycle, um, environment conscious. Um, that's that's um, that's why I do certain things in a certain way. Um, some artists does not believe in doing artwork on anything that it's not, um, Museum gray, asset free. But for me, it's all about creating. It's not about what you use to create. That's why I also use a ballpoint pen. It's not art material. It's something that you can pick up anywhere. Um, that's also another reason I, I, I love to work on um, wildlife, especially endangered species. I just want to use my position as an artist to make a mark in people's mind about the world around us. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me today. Hey, this is Latasha Holloway. I plan to be the future mayor of Virginia Beach, but when the time comes, I will need your support. As a veteran of the healthcare field, I understand something about empathy. We must have empathy and compassion in order to improve Virginia Beach. Do you have a hard time coming up with content ideas for your podcast? 
I find that there is nothing more embarrassing than all of a sudden being stumped in the middle of a conversation where it's like, I know I had more questions for you, but I just can't remember what they are right now. And that's why I'm trying Poddex. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random. Hit the record button and get started. Now you can make better content, have more fun while you're at it, and get your viral moment, all with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C. Mm-hmm.